0: just even my physical bodily health you know we don't start thinking about our age and taking care of our bodies until you start feeling your back hurt and i feel like even though i'm 21 my knees
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of palm One central podcast i'm your host uncle ak and this is a very, very solo episode. But before we even get into it, man, you know what I mean? Like, this episode is sponsored by SITM Podcast. You can follow them on all social platforms. And on all streaming platforms, SITM Podcast. And also, check out our website, sitmpodcast.com. Uh, the reason why I'm doing this solo is because, you know what I mean? Like, i got very special guests with me, man, and... We're gonna get into some talking about, you know, she plays the violin, so the viola. <laughs> Oh, the viola? Yeah. Oh damn, yeah, my bad. Man. Wait, why is it different? <laughs>
0: the viola is bigger. It has C D or C G. D A violins have an E string. Violins are higher, wine's lower.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I stand correct there. The viola. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I should have asked that. I should have asked what the heck that was, you know what I mean? But, anyways, man, listen, I got a very special guest with me, man. But before we get into it, I'm gonna let her play a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, play something from the heart, you know what I mean? Play something from the heart, play something with that kind of cough. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, let's go.
0: that nah. was just a warm up yeah that was just my warm up okay what would you them. call that um I think it was something to do with Boston I can't remember the original name
1: Boston Tea Market I me to me. I pass of this. yeah Tea Party yeah <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> to do with Boston anyways yeah let's hear the second one the colonists
0: they played the and then alright I'm gonna do Pirates of the Caribbean now <laughs>
1: You have to put this on your shoulder. I do what? Put it on your shoulder. Okay. okay good, 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 good. Wait. Can I not use my left
0: hand? You have to use this hand for playing.
1: Why can I use my left hand? Because this is where you have to
0: put your shoulder. Your shoulder. You have to use this hand to to move your fingers. Like
1: this. Yeah. But this uses use other fingers to move the thing too?
0: I mean, if you can, if you think you could put it on that side, put it on that side. But normally, it's played with. Lefty. The oh, you're a lefty. Yeah, I cannot
1: play over my right. <laughs> I was, am uh, You know, hold on. Yeah, I don't go. know. I
0: don't know the rules between right and left-handed. I'm right-handed, so I'm biased. I don't I know. I always
1: do this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So this is going to be the lowest note. This is the highest. And You just.
1: Clearly, you can see I terribly suck at this. Um, it's not an easy task to play the v- viola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyways, it's not an easy task to play the viola. But anyways, um, for those of you who play this, so shout out to y'all, man. Like, this is a skill. It's like playing a guitar. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm gonna break it. <laughs> Mess around and break this stuff. But it's yeah, okay. um, those are some really dope pieces, man. What would you call those?
0: Well, that last piece that I played is like a Pirates of the Caribbean. If you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. It was like a Pirates of the Caribbean type of theme song, basically.
1: Okay. Rika.
0: You yeah. go
1: by you go by Rika. Say Rika.
0: That is me. That is you?
1: Yeah. Uh, how 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 are you doing?
0: I'm doing well today. The sun is out, you know, Michigan has been playing around with the give us the spring. Given a spring, the sun is not a working sun, but it is a beautiful sun, definitely.
1: Anyways, man, who is, is Sarita, man? If you had to describe yourself, how would you describe yourself?
0: Well, I have two different personalities in me. I know that. So I'll describe one side of me as being 100% determined, non-swayed, very, I'd say very curious. I think that I like to explore, a lot of different things, and that I'm always willing to learn and to find something new.
1: Gotcha. Um, how old are you? I'm 21. you 20.
0: Oh, you just turned 21. The big 21. Fresh out the box.
1: Man, you <laughs> can drink, drink now, all that good stuff, man. You know. So, um, anyways, what is 21 like? Well,
0: 21 for me personally has started off with trials, tribulations, things they don't tell you when you're a child. I feel like like adulting, I mean, for me personally, one day it really smacks you right dab in the face and you realize that you're the only person that you can depend on without your sole proprietorship, you are not going to be able to survive if you're not working If you don't have a source of income, even if you're not even just trying to have better self-development, if you're not probably progressing in some type of way and you're staying stagnant, it's probably not a good thing. Because now that you look back, I feel like time has obviously began to fly. I know the saying now. They say time flies. It definitely has because it's already been about four years since I've graduated high school, which is crazy because... I feel like it was just yesterday. I really
1: do. Look, at twenty one, I was still in my parents' house. You know, what I mean, I was not worried about no rent. I was mm-hmm. not worried about none no of them things. <laughs> at twenty one, <laughs> what are you talking about bills and all? What are you talking about?
0: I mean, I feel like throughout this journey, I mean, I've I've been able to have the blessed opportunity to be able to take care of myself and move out and be take those steps as an adult and just live by myself and get that experience that they call real world, blah, blah, blah. These are the best years of your life, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to...
1: To all those blah, blah, blahs, right? And, no, to all those blah, blahs, right? And mm-hmm. to all the 21-year-olds out there who want to rush out the house, or the 18-year-olds or 21s, <laughs> you know, who want to rush out the house, you know, or who want to stay in the house, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Who want to take that time? But who don't want to take that time to, you know... Learn what financial freedom is, or even what that even means, you know what I mean? Mm Because you never really get to know what that means, so you really do that with certain things. So Mm -hmm. you have people who really, you know, can teach you, you know, those ropes. But to those who you don't want to be in or out, like, I mean, you've been in, you've got out, I don't know if you want to go in or you want to stay out, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And we talk about your house, like, you know, know, your personal stuff like that. Like, what has that experience been like for you? What advice would you give? to someone no what advice would you give the you to me you four years ago what advice would you give that that, that, that Sirika
0: I mean I think the advice I would give myself is to have a little bit more flexibility I feel like I had such a one way type of mindset I thought there was only one solution to one problem and I didn't really realize that life is a journey and there's different shortcuts and ways that you're going to get to places so you know Also embracing my lessons, because I don't take else, I take lessons. Embracing my lessons more gracefully, because sometimes it's really hard to be accepting of making a mistake. And also, it's also hard to have self-forgiveness, I feel like, personally. Because self-forgiveness is something that I've definitely learned on this journey. So four years ago, if I could look at little miniature me, I'd be like, you know what? Give yourself some slack because being mean to yourself is not going to get you anywhere. You know, you have to be, you're your biggest critique. So if you're going to sit there and constantly pick at everything you do as well as having those outside influences, constantly judging every single one of your moves. If you're on social media scrolling and you can't determine whether your reality in front of you is what you want it to be or if you want to live the reality that you see on your phone and you're too busy not giving appreciation to what is around you, it's just like, what's the point? Because at that point in time, you have to realize that life is, like I said, it's so short. And I feel like at 21, I'm finally able to, even though I'm a fresh adult, I'm the youngest baby adult out here. It makes me feel like I've aged a lot because my mind before four years ago was really, really childish, you know. Mm. But I've had that chance to mature and discipline myself, especially being outside of the house because, you know, even though I did, you know, step into things not 100% ready, I feel like it still allowed me to go through the challenges that I needed to go through in order to make it to where I am today because. I feel like I've been able to overcome and grow a lot, whether it's in my academics, whether it's in my job, whether it's in just even my physical bodily health. You know, we don't start thinking about our age and taking care of our bodies until you start feeling your back hurt. And I feel like even though I'm 21, my knees... I do not have stallion knees. They're Please, gone. No, like no. basketball really took it out of me. So every oh, time, we you get
2: fired. I was like, "What the fuck?"
1: <laughs> Welcome back to knees. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where are we going next?
0: <laughs> Anything like, okay. that cracks, <laughs> okay. your neck could crack. Arthritis, all that. You have to take care of your body. So I want age twenty one.
1: Twenty one, man. I was I was, I, was, I was, I was lively, man. Like, I was. I was Really, Got to be active. You can't be. Was, the world was mine for the taking. But mm-hmm. you mentioned something about um, trials of tribulations. You know mm-hmm. I mean, what were the trials, man? Like what trials have you gone through at twenty one? At twenty one, what trials have you really gone through? <sighs> like, people see shit out here. What have you seen?
0: Okay, well, since I'm a new twenty one year old, you know, I I know this is probably going to be gauged towards an older. Audience who has definitely been through things that I have yet to even understand, you know. But once again, the world is such a different place from how you guys grew up. You know, we are COVID babies. We are literally survived through a pandemic. We are living currently through a historical disaster. And honestly, even paying attention to the news. Sometimes I don't even know if this is really real because I can't take it serious. You know, sometimes looking at politics, I understand it's important to keep yourself updated with current information. But at the same time, I feel like in this day and age, we have to have a lot more discernment. So I feel like my trials and tribulations come from the fact that the world is so negative. And on top of that, you have to also make sure that you're sparking your inner light because there's a lot of things in this world that will take your light away there's a lot of things in this world that will make you feel like you're lesser will have you questioning your god-given abilities that will have you feeling like you're suffering drowning in silence like you can't talk to anyone like you're in isolation mode and I feel like me being in isolation mode was a blessing and a curse because you know that's something that's really difficult. But at the same time, I feel like the world experienced it through COVID-19, through not being able to travel and see loved ones. We were able to experience being in our own comfort. And that's something that's very uncomfortable, especially with social, social technology being the only thing that you know keeps you updated and interested in the world. So when you're constantly looking at CNN, politics, things that are... Obviously, current events, things that are currently happening around you. Yes, it's good to stay informed, but it's also good to make sure that you're filling up your cup with something that's going to give you inspiration. Because when you're only looking at negativity and consuming negative vibes, it will only consume you and make you have no positive outlook into life because you've been forced and washed and brainwashed to look at all the negative things in life and it's kind of hard to focus on the positive when they're not right in front of you so I think that having thankfulness and even the little things throughout life has really been the thing that as a 20 year old as a 21 year old has shown me like growing up because like you don't really appreciate the younger the little things when you're young like okay we used to complain about getting clothes for Christmas. Now you're 21, you don't get anything cuz you're you're a grown up. No one really cares. You give you're supposed to be giving presents, you know? So it's just like having little appreciation. It doesn't even have to be gifts. You could be thankful that you have toilet paper. Cuz you know sometimes as a 21-year-old when you're broke <laughs> and there's no toilet paper, you're like, "Damn, what am I going to do?" <laughs> so, you know, there's sometimes you have to pinch some pennies and make most of what you have, but yeah.
1: That's that's about it. That's a sad life. Toilet paper, <laughs> <people, man. laughs> that is a sad life. I'm sorry to say.
0: No, think about it. Know. When COVID came out, everyone was scrambling to get toilet paper. As a college student, I was out there. I was in class. I was like, oh wait, there's there's a pandemic. <laughs> I don't watch the news, so
2: I was late.
1: I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, that's for sure. I mean, I'm not denying that, but yeah. at the same time, you know, like shish. But anyways, look. <laughs>
0: Um, Why did we need toilet paper during COVID? Why was that a thing? Why did we all scramble?
1: Like I don't know. People got a shit. <laughs> People but shit. There was they not, got to wipe their asses. There was not you, supposed to be a shortage like that. What you mean? If they tell you that, anyways, that's not the purpose <laughs> of this talk right now. Um, um, music, right? Yes. How did you get into music, man? Like, were you a band?
0: I I was in orchestra my whole life. I started playing when I was in oh, fifth grade.
1: Was going
0: to go. I started playing in fifth grade When I played the viola I picked it up one day Because they had an option You could either be an orchestra or band Orchestra is all string instruments Band is, you know, flutes Saxophone, drums, percussion So I just continued to stick with the strings Because I thought I looked cooler Sorry, band kids are cool But I was not about to stand outside In the hot sun Playing No, thanks But
1: oh, wait Right now, you're like six two, six three. Yeah. Why you pick instruments over, you know, playing ball, basketball?
0: Uh, I mean, as a tall woman, I feel like this is a question that ponders everyone. I tried with sports. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I didn't try. I gave effort. But once you put so much effort into something that you're not really passionate about, yes, I might have, like, the physical. I do, like, enjoy working out. I do enjoy com- like the competition. I'm competitive, but the whole devoting my life to basketball thing is no-go anymore because, honestly, music is definitely where I'm at. I feel like my whole life I've just been tied to music more than anything, honestly. I've always been writing songs. I've gotten to poetry and creative writing, and I feel like it's just an outlet for me more so than going and getting beat up on the court. <laughs>
1: okay. No offense to all of those who play ball. Um,
0: <laughs> yes, I do. Like I like to play here and there, but consistently, on an everyday basis, you have to definitely love it.
1: Can you play with basketball? No. You sure?
0: I mean, maybe a girls' ball. Okay. Not a men's ball.
1: Gotcha. What is it right now at uh, at your height, you know, a woman and that, mm-hmm. you know, like, What are some fears of yours like what are you scared of and yeah what are you scared of um
0: i think my height has honestly been like definitely a blessing and a curse because i haven't always loved it i feel like it's definitely something that i've had to embrace even though everyone around me has always talked about it and honestly it's like one of my most defining features obviously when you see someone who's tall you look up not down so I'm looking down and everyone's looking up and it's just like a constant (laughs) never-ending cycle but it's okay because I appreciate being tall I feel like it definitely is my shield because I'm a very timid person I used to be at least when I was a child so like my height kind of gave me at least like 10 extra xp points because you know You know, you want to think twice when you walk up to a tall person. (laughs) Even though I was never in a fight or anything like that. But it kind of was like a double-duty shield because, you know, I didn't have to say or do too much because I could just be as cool as a cucumber, just, you know, just me, just by myself. And I think it also helped me embrace, like, my true personality because, you know, obviously I'm always going to be noticed. It's just inevitable. It's not like I chose this life, (laughs) but... At the end of the day, I feel like it helps me get into opportunities and just make impacts on people in different ways because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm able to show them a different side of, like, you know, mm-hmm. myself. Nice, nice,
1: nice. And your word choices are very interesting. Huh? Your word choices, how you stack your, your <laughs> lines. You went from, you know, my back hurts to my knees. Then now you are cool as a cucumber. <laughs> Shall I continue? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Oh, um, uh um, um, my second question to you is, um, who is your favorite artist and who do you look up to when it comes to music? Like, what are some? Like when it comes to music, like do you dream of becoming like a major artist or like a major musical instrument player? Like, what is your aim with music?
0: Well, honestly, I mean, we—it's really hard to pick one favorite because you know so many artists have influenced me. Like, obviously, we have our—we have our OGs, we have our J. Cole's, we have our Kendrick Lamar's, we have our Drakes, Jay Z's, Lil Wayne. You know, those are my like rap people who I look up to. Nicki Minaj, you know, all the female rappers, you know, Remy Ma, Cardi, you know. But I think someone who I aspire to be, someone who gives me inspiration or someone who I feel like is compatible, like who matches like my frequency on a musical level would be Doja Cat because the way she came out (laughs) is just hilarious. And I don't think that people took her serious. But as we can see, her career has exploded and she is now one of like the top artists out there in the world. So that goes to say that something that you might not think is going to be, you know, the best hit in the world can still lead you to opportunities that allow you to not only grow, but to expand your potential. Because, you know, that first song that she she released, it was like, moo! <laughs> Have you ever heard it? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I don't, I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. It was literally something that was so, it was so, yeah, it was just... You would have thought, like, what musical elements are actually being applied? It's like a children's song. But it helped her career expand because, I mean, it also got her recognition. It got her eyes watching her. I mean, obviously, the world loves looking at stupid stuff. Clearly, the Internet is full of it every day. So I feel like also having that, like, factor that has people interested, like, why should we watch you? Because, like you said There's so many people in this world. So you really have to stand out and differentiate yourself. And I feel like she really stays true to her character. Because even though she got famous, she's still goofy. She still acts, you know, like a normal celebrity. You know, you can see her personality. It's not like you don't know what she likes or her interests are. She's really, you know, on social media. And she really does interact with her followers and stuff like that. So I feel like musically, Doja Cat is someone who is multi-talented
1: let's say today you became famous Mm. are you ready for it
0: i mean are we ready for anything i mean mentally physically i tell myself yes i'm ready but at the same time knowing me and knowing how i take criticism even though i say yes i'm cool as a cucumber i do try to look at everything that people say whether good or bad and see how it actually applies to my life so i feel like having outside Impact and chatter and having that spotlight on you is something that is definitely gonna take time and you probably will never get used to it, especially coming from a private, you know, home and stuff like that. But at the same time, if fame was to come for me, not that I'm expecting it to or anything, knock on wood. <laughs> but if it was, was to like, come, I was, not, I was <laughs> confused. <laughs> <laughs> But knock on wood, if I was to become famous, I feel like when, as, once you become an icon or whatever, a f- public figure, it's your responsibility to uphold a... I'm not going to say a moral code because, you know, there's nothing that is certain. The world is not black and white. It's gray. But I think there you have some type of responsibility. And at least knowing that people look up to you. So, therefore, you shouldn't do anything that's going to, I don't know, cause... An Explosion. We don't want to open up Pandora's box, you know. We don't want to influence even more negativity on the world. I feel mm-hmm. like if you're going to be an influencer, you need to do something that's at least somewhat positive. I'm not saying be the most positive person, you don't have to be Nelson Mandela, but don't be Darth Vader, please. <laughs> we already have too many people who are trying to be evil. Yep,
1: yep, yep. <clears throat> All right, um, first generation mm-hmm. American. What does that feel like?
0: Honestly, it feels surreal because it's like I have a deep root in both of the cultures that I reside in. I mean, I grew up in America, but yet I'm submersed in African culture. My parents are Cameroonian, so I'm Cameroonian-Americans. And I really am the definition of African-American, so sometimes it's really kind of frustrating in both aspects because on the American side it's like okay why are you not cultured in these things you grew up here you're black yet you are literally like let me take your black card away basically <laughs> and when I go to the African side it's like oh can I even speak pigeon and be okay with it online probably not maybe I could talk to my sisters in it but I don't need no judgment because I'm not going to say I'm whitewashed, but obviously I've grew up in a completely different arena and a whole different environment. So I feel like it's definitely harder for me to see the struggles that are faced back home. But at the same time, it helps motivate me in order to be even more successful because I've seen how far my parents have come.
1: If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to Africa?
0: I have. When I was in seventh grade, the summer. What
1: was that experience like?
0: It was honestly like a culture shock.
1: A culture shock?
0: Culture shock.
1: Speak about that.
0: Boom. When you step foot, first of all, uh, onto a plane as a child, I mean, you're terrified. That stuff is scary. So shout out to all the people who came across to the unknown, not knowing what you're going to face, because golly, I could not imagine coming, you know, three thousand plus miles away and not knowing what is going to be on the other side, not knowing even if you're going to be able to read the language or find what gate you're going to go to, because that stuff is very, very stressful. Not having communication with your family, just being on running off of prayers and God's will is definitely something that I could say makes Faith strong is definitely the definition of faith because you can't have not faith when you're doing something that's that terrifying. But anyways, as a child going across seas, it was definitely a great experience. I feel like it helped open my eyes up to something that I didn't even know existed. Like pictures, they can only do so much. But when you're physically in a place and time is actually around you and you feel that different sun, you know, closer to the equator whatever, whatever, I felt like time definitely moved slower as a kid, and especially in Cameroon, because they have a slower way of moving, a slower way of life, and now everything is so fast-paced, you know, you don't have notifications blowing you up 24-7 in Cameroon, you know, here in America, you have to beg, you have to basically ask to not have notifications, not be connected to Wi-Fi, because otherwise you will always have a notification. Always. There will always be an email, a text message, a coupon.
1: You can silence them things, though.
0: You can. You can. Mm-hmm. I definitely have to sometimes. No, do not disturb.
1: Sure. That's for sure. That's one of my biggest things, especially when I need to work or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But anyways, um, what advice do you have for all the people out there who are, who are struggling to walk in that path or who? You know, people doubt them, but, you know, they have to prove themselves every now and then, otherwise you have them. Mm,
0: I think that the greatest advice that I actually got recently when I went to this Nick Cannon show, I thought it was wild and out, but no, he tricked us. It was a future superstar or whatever. I accidentally bought those tickets. I didn't know what I was going into. I thought it was wilder now. Wild. I thought I was going to be laughing. It turns out I was taking notes. <laughs> but anyways, I feel like Nick Cannon was able to really highlight the fact that you're never supposed to give up on something that you actually are passionate about and that you actually... You know, care about, and I feel like it's definitely something that I can apply to my life because clearly I'm six two, and yes, I quit basketball, and I can say that proudly because I will never play it ever, full time. But you know, if we want to go do a three on three, that's cool. But music is something that I know I will never quit. I will be 80 years old, and I better—that's gonna keep my Alzheimer's away because I'm gonna have to remember how to play my my instrument because. I will not stop until I literally cannot play anymore. So I feel like that's something that you also have to think about. You have to think about the longevity of whatever you're trying to like create or whatever you're trying to go for. Is it sustainable? Are you gonna like this five years from now? Are you gonna like it 10 years from now? I don't see myself liking basketball five years from now. You know why? Cause my knees hurt at 21, I'm good. But music, I will always love music. I will love music at 30. I will love music at 40. I will love music when I'm 80. So it's just like also having that passion to, you know, see it through. I feel like since I can see myself having music always around me, it's something that it's not hard for me to imagine, you know, I can always see it in my life. So if you can't see something in your life, I feel like it's not really meant for you. Or if you can't really see a future for it or if it's just for the moment, it's probably just for that moment. You know, don't take it too deep because we all have our spurs of the moments and we have our irrational decisions. But you don't have to let that one decision carry you forward for the next five to 10 years. You can choose to double back and do something else and switch it up. And that's what I did with music, because I honestly took a long break. I did not play music from senior year of high school until probably, like, my sophomore year of college. So I went about four years not playing my instrument, and I recently picked it up at the end of 2022, because it was my New Year's resolution. I got tired of looking at my instrument and seeing it waste away, so I decided to get back into it, so... Whatever you love, you're going to fall back into it. And if you don't, then it wasn't meant for you.
1: Man, y'all heard the girl, man. How can people follow you on social media?
0: If you want to get in contact with me for any business inquiries, any music opportunities, my IG is at Savage Rica. That's Savage, R-I-C-A underscore. I have a band lab. It's at Savage Rica as well. I have a... TikTok. It's at It's Your Girl Rika. It's ya, Y A Girl Rika.
1: All those hunters kind of shows are for what? <laughs> 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 what the <heck? laughs> When you
0: have nails you talk with your hands. <laughs> right, so I see. How about.
1: Anyways, man. Oh, it was nice chatting with you.
0: It was nice being on the show. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, keep doing your music thing, man. You know what I'm saying? You have a, you have Reflex, man. Shout out, no, hit up to, hit up Reflex. Tell him, yo, I'm trying to record, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. How can I get started?
0: I definitely will. He already has reached out to me and I appreciate that. I don't know why you
1: would not reach out to him. He's been through it, he's been, you know, he knows how to edit, he knows how to master's, you know what I mean, shit like that. So I don't know why you would not reach out to him and see, you know, how you can Either take a trip to MD and go connect, you know, for like a weekend or a week and learn, you know, a few things and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. be like, "Yo, nigga, help me." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I need you help. I'm, I'm trying to drop my first EP you know sometime saying? this year, so stay tuned. EP on the way. It's gonna be more than you can imagine. I have more genres in me than classical. Obviously, I'm a rapper. I can sing. I can make my own music. You know, I got my own beats, so and I like rock music, so, you know, I have a lot of African music as well, so I have a lot of different varieties of genres that I will be tapping into, so.
1: Okay, okay. Anyways, we'll be excited and delighted to hear what you come up with, you know what I mean? Yeah. um Close mouths don't get fed, to say. So, you cannot do it all by yourself if you don't ask your, you know, people around you, how can I, how can I, how can I? you only have yourself to blame when you know you don't get it done or get you know accomplished and stuff like that so
0: i agree yeah it's it's okay to ask for help that's another thing i had to learn the hard way sometimes you really want to do things by yourself and you know have that satisfaction to say oh i did it it was all me but at the end of the day you're hurting yourself in the long run because why not just take the help if you can receive it you know like sometimes God is working through other people. So why would you refuse something that, you know, God may have sent to you that you might not see helps you in that little moment, but it's going to help you in that
1: long run? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, man. Yeah, I was talking. I mean, I was. What am I trying to say? This is Uncle AK, one of the hosts of, you know, Pawn Central Podcast. You know, I'm chatting with um, Sarika, Goes by Rika. You know, we're just. A little bit about lifestyle, um, music, um, a little bit of fashion, and this and that. You know, being a twenty-one-year-old, you know, trying to navigate the world, the beautiful world at that. So, um, our handles are PWCcast on all social platforms and Palm Way Central Podcast on all streaming platforms. Um, Hopefully, the cast is back this you know this weekend to have a you know usual. Mm -hmm loud or educative or disruptive episode however you want to say it or call it again I'm one of your hosts of on White Central Podcast Uncle K. And this episode is sponsored by Nice IT podcast for all social platforms. All